0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to Emotionally Empowered Radio. Talk about Tuesday. I'm Ebony, and I um, am here with my co-host, Duana, Miss Diva Coleman, tonight. So that was our surprise for you guys. I just wanted you guys to know that we're here. I'm going to get on her live. Hold on. Let me come on your live real quick. We got too much stuff going on. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey. We in the same place. I'm trying to work it out for y'all. <laughs> Great. Which one that's alright? Hey y'all. That was our surprise for tonight. So the gang is all here. We also got to uh producer Tamisha with us today. Hey Tamisha girl. Hey y'all. Hey. So tonight's topic is Learning to forgive after betrayal. And before we actually get started on this topic, I have a question for D. For me? hmm Okay. I just want to know why you hung up on me earlier when I said I needed to forgive. <laughs> why? Why did you hang up on me? Listen, y'all. The one who hung up on me because she got me out of my comfort zone and she got me to come out of my house, and I told her that, I felt like I needed um, a gift for coming out, and she hung up on me. Is this a question? It's a question. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. let just need to get out, and that's just as simple as that. We needed to be together. Um, We're trying to build something bigger with the show. So we had to do a trial and error run. And that's just as simple as it is. I mean, the reason that I hung up on you, it was an irritating comment. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, that's really simple. We're here. It worked out. My anxiety level is slowly decreasing because if y'all knew what we had to go through to get hooked up, it took down to the last minute to get together. Down to the last minute. It was something, but we're here so I can breathe now. Hey, Shanita. So we are talking about Learning to forgive after betrayal. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a good show. Let me give you guys a number to call in, 646 668 Again, that number is 646 So I want you guys to call in if you have any comments. Hey, Sierra. Hey, hey everybody on my live. Hey, y'all. Uh. So let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's talk about betrayal first of all before we can talk about forgiveness. Hmm. <laughs> betrayal always been a deep, deep, deep topic. What one, one of the one of the things I consider to be betrayal to me is the I'm, I'm married. I would consider cheating as a betrayal. Um. Miss Child said, I need the gift. I know that's right, Miss Child, I need the gift. Um Um, yes, are we still talking about this gift? We're still talking about the gift. Um, guys, let's move on, okay? Um so, betrayal, a cheating spouse. Maybe you are holding a grudge against somebody who maybe your parent let you down. Um when you were a child. You know, maybe one of your close friends betrayed your confidence or something. So that's the type of stuff that we're considering to be betrayal. Um, Forgiving after betrayal. I got a couple of things that is – here's the thing. Let me just say this about myself. I'm the person who – and I'm going to be really, really honest. I think – Before I started to research this topic and really get into this topic, I'm a cancer, and I hate to always keep saying that I'm a cancer, but I'm such a cancer, and I hold a grudge, and I have a really, really hard time forgiving people, and I know that's bad, but I think that I'm going to forgive a lot of people after today because after the research I've done, and I mean just... Knowing what holding on to forgiveness does to your body, you know, forgiveness and um, bitterness go hand in hand, and so that's one of the things that I just really don't want to have nothing to do with. So I need to learn how to forgive people, and we're going to talk about how to do that because I have a hard time doing that. So for me, forgiveness, betrayal, so the way that I love Betrayal for me is like the ultimate, okay? And I, I that, that that's going back into even childhood days, you know, just that type of betrayal. And, again, when I was a child, I didn't even realize that that's what it was. You know, back then I just called it somebody was being fake. Okay. So, but for me, because of, because of the way that I love, the betrayal thing for me was like the ultimate thing that you could ever do to me. Um, growing up, I had friends that betrayed me, um, talking behind my back because I consider that betrayal. I don't know if everybody else considers talking behind your back, um, betrayal, but I definitely consider that as betrayal. Um, and for me, forgiveness was very, very hard as well for me. Um, it was hard for me to let go of it, but I kind of learn to love you anyway? I'm still learning. I understand. But you do still love anyway? In certain instances, I think. Okay. So would you say that forgiveness is a choice? Forgiveness is most definitely a
0: choice.
1: I'm gonna turn my life this way since I keep turning to you. Forgiveness is definitely a choice. I i can make the choice whether or not I want to forgive you or not. Absolutely. Um I don't I don't know. I have I have a lot of issues with I almost have the expectation and you were talking about this yesterday. I almost have the expectation of betrayal. Hmm. Like I I just like Does that sound weird? Um, it doesn't, it it doesn't, I get what you're saying. So you're saying you already, let me pin this comment real quick. So you're saying that you already, you expect the worst and hope for the best. In certain situations, yes. Okay. So you already expect that another human being will betray you. In certain situations, yes. What does that mean? Because I don't. Well, it depends on our level of um, relationship. Because I wasn't getting ready to say. Because <laughs> okay? that's what I was getting to. It's not so bad when. Let's just say you're at work, and you have people that you're not really that close to. These are your work people, people you work with every day. You see them, you go there, you come home, and that's the end of the relationship. Trail type of situation. It wouldn't bother me as much. Um an issue with men and betrayal okay and it's a deep-rooted issue from when I was younger so there's always the expectation and I'm always fighting against that expectation so is this a transparent moment that you're going to share this is a very transparent moment because I feel like do I need to get some Kleenex? No. Here? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I'm to figure it out because I'm going to cry sometimes, hmm. I'm sure. No, I'm kidding, y'all. I have, um, mm. um, is that the same thing as being insecure? So from, from the, I, I believe that when you've been betrayed, um, especially early on, um, and if it's, you know, so we're talking about the men, the man situation. I think that from the betrayal came lack of trust, which brings on insecurities, yes. do well, you guys, I mean, does anybody else agree? Do you think that when you have a situation where you've been betrayed, and in her case she's saying that it was by, um, she, she has issues with men. Because she was betrayed early on by by men or just a man. Um, a few men. So by men, which is all in her book. Um, I used to cry, volume one. So you guys definitely want to read that because it is all in there. Because I don't know how much she's going to share tonight. But so she was saying that she's been betrayed by men, a few men in her life at an early age, and she she wants to know does that equates with insecurities and so for me I'm saying yes I think that that does bring on insecurities it brings on lack of trust in men so that can affect you long run in the long run I mean in her adulthood so I'm not I'll let her finish her um, testimony um, so that you guys can get a better understanding of you know what she deals with how she's trying to heal she's trying to restore some things at her life right now. It's just that the expectation of betrayal is always there. You know, I feel like if you if you expect that someone is going to betray you, it doesn't sting as much, and I think it's almost like a defense mechanism. I agree. But it's not good in a relationship when, especially if you don't have any reason
0: okay. to
1: feel like that. hmm So... Hey, y'all. Don't be talking about my uh, red bull. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I wouldn't have to agree with that being a defense mechanism um, because you have kind of put up a shield to protect yourself from things that happened to you before. Right. Past betrayals that don't have nothing to do with life today. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think? How long do you think uh, forgiveness takes? Do you think it's a time limit on forgiveness? I don't think that there should be, but there is. What makes you say that there is? That's interesting. There is. I think that you should forgive people quickly. Now, um, and this is something that was brought to my attention a long time ago because, when I first met my when my when I first met my husband I wasn't talking to a cousin. And he knows this cousin. And he asked me mhm um while we weren't talking and it was something so silly from when we were children. And he told me that I needed to forgive her and move on. So should there be a time limit? Yes, because I was hoarding that hate and frustration and, you know, all that pent up mess you know, for no reason, and that's and I have some stuff that I'm going to talk about. What um, failing to forgive does to your life, and what it does to your body, and what it does to your spirit and your soul. We're going to talk about that. But and I'm, this was for years. I was in my twenties, and I hadn't talked to that girl since I was a teenager for some silly stuff. So, should there be a time limit? Yeah, is there always no? Because I mean. I'm the person who does not have to talk to you forever and ever and ever. But that's also not the right thing to do. I have a few comments that have already come in. I'm glad to see everybody is engaging in conversation in this topic, because this topic, I think, is so important. Um, I'll read them from over here. I I can't reach him over there, that's small. Um, so I have hey Sasha. Um, my husband said he in the mix. He he on live, he in the mix. That's what he said. <laughs> hey, okay, so I have Melissa, she said she said she forgives because it's healthy, but she never forgives. And I have Candace. She said true forgiveness has to be has to come from God. Melissa again, she says, same here with betrayal issues, but I feel like we are letting them still hurt us if we still carry it.
0: Mm. That's
1: good. <clears throat> that is good. Because I, I would totally agree with that. Um okay, no. I, I would totally agree that no, nope, I, I agree. We are told, we are still letting those actions, that situation, still hurt us, still bring, bring up um, that type of pain when we think about it or when we – because there was a question that I asked you yesterday um, that I sent to you. What did I say? Um, what are, Do you think that some things trigger your, your – you bringing it back up or that unforgiveness, the triggers, like what are some triggers? Like what are some things that you – have dealt with for your situation. What are some um, different things that have triggered those situations? And there are stages. She said she thinks there are stages. Hmm. No, nope, I would. I think there are stages. It's definitely, it's definitely stages of grief. And so, if we're gonna compare grieving to, I, yes. Because I have to, here's the thing, when somebody betrays you, you go through this whole emotional situation where you're just angry. And you don't want to hear it. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Nobody can make sense of it. You can't even make sense of it. So there, I think there are stages mm-hmm. to, to forgiving somebody. So absolutely, I do. So for me, um, I... Actually, did some research on my own just to ask some, ask different people um, what have had they ever been betrayed um, in their life, and how? What are some different situations that uh, they dealt with in the betrayal? I asked them um, how did they cope with it, and come to the conclusion that you needed to be to be healed from from a betrayal situation. Um, I, I had different comments come in to say that they have been betrayed and that they carried that betrayal, that they still, some of them said that they still carry the betrayal. Huh. And it's been 10 years, and they still carry the betrayal, and they, you know, they let it, they tried to let it go, but there were things that consistently came up, um, like triggers. Right. That bounded them, kept them in chains, kept them bounded to that, that one or many actions from that person. So I think that's typical. That's typical in a lot of situations. But here's the thing. I'm noticing now that I'm 36 years old, and it has taken me a very long time to realize how unhealthy it is to hold on to stuff and not forgive people. It seems like forgiveness is one of the hardest things for us to do, but it it can also be very therapeutic. Like you said, for people who are holding on to this stuff, and you have these triggers, and so you could be okay one minute, you're going through life, you think about something that triggers you, and then you're back in that different, that place, you know, it's almost like it affects your mentality. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, no, that's not definitely not a place. This is something that I have definitely been dealing with for a very long time. But um, I just don't like to be in certain spaces when I think about certain things. So forgiveness is therapeutic. I totally agree. Forgiveness is therapeutic, and it's necessary. So so this is what I was, when I did a a little bit of research for myself, hey, Mika, hey, T. Um, And I have a comment from Jerry. Jerry said you forgive people not because they deserve your forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. Absolutely. That is so true. Um, Because when you are walking, I mean, it's crazy. And then another comment says betrayal can be a traumatic experience, um, and it can change you for the rest of your life, which is also true. Um, That's also true. And I think sometimes when people have deep hurt and deep betrayal, it's really, really hard for them to... um, Forgive, But when I was doing my research, I came across some things that forgiveness is not. And I think sometimes we have a certain type of belief in what we think forgiveness is or what forgiveness should be. So I can forgive you and not excuse your behavior. Um, I can forgive you and I don't have to tell you that I forgave you. So forgiveness is not me saying, hey, I forgive you. I can forgive you in my heart and not have to still be bothered with you. Um, It doesn't mean I have to forget. It doesn't mean I have to include you in my life. And so, and I think the most important one that I came across is forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Yep. And um, one of the things that I've noticed is holding on to stuff definitely does affect you in many many ways Um, it affects you in many many ways it doesn't have to be a mental situation it can affect your health you know it can stunt your growth if you're sitting here and you're harboring on certain stuff it's going to keep you in a certain space so yeah i agree so i have a comment i remarried a man who betrayed me we divorced for five years, and God has allowed me to forgive him. God healed the heart. Um, she said she did go through stages, To so God be the glory. She said, forgiveness freed me. Um, I want to know what she means by that. What does she mean, she was free. Okay, hold on one second. So, Candace, she wants to know, what do you mean by you were freed, like forgiveness freed you? And I can answer that as well. Um she also said, and let me say we are happily married today. Happy that they put God first. And then Melissa also said some people think that if we let go, forgive, or get over it, then it shows we are uh we are weak. Opposite though, it shows strength. So I Candice, did you did let me see if she responded? I hear her because I'm that person who don't want to be perceived as weak, and I want to be that tough guy. Like, nope. So when you say you don't want to be perceived as weak, far as the forgiving, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be perceived as weak. You know, her comment was just right on point. Like, it shows strength, but to me, I don't, I don't see it that way. I what do you feel like that. I'm I'm the weaker one. Because you forgave. So <clears throat> do you feel a heaviness carrying the betrayal? I do. And I'm noticing that now I feel like it affects a lot of aspects of my life to not forgive. So with it within that, just that one comment, do you feel like if you did, try it? Try the forgiveness. Okay? I, am, I am. I am. I am. No, I'm saying. I'm asking. you. If you tried it, do you feel then that you would have you would have gained strength and not weakness? Because at this point, you are the you are you have become a weak vessel. And I'm not demeaning anything. You have become a weak vessel because you're carrying that heaviness. You're carrying the heaviness that somebody else put on you so that the, that power that they have over you right now, because you're carrying that hurt and betrayal, when that is what's, that that can be making you weak. So the forgiveness part, I think what she's saying, the forgiveness part is strength. It gives you strength. It You are the person who has strength after that, because now you're free from carrying that heaviness, carrying that betrayal, carrying that hurt and pain. Right. I can see that. So, yes. Yeah. So, um, let's see. The Candace respond? Sierra? I that. Okay. Did she? She did. She said, Unforgiveness is cancer, and it freed me from the bitterness. I was delivered from the heaviness. So, she pretty much said what we just talked about. Yeah. And then Melissa says, She said, Sorry, I'm not being disrespectful at all, but you deserve to be free of that. Don't feel her on that. Sierra says sometimes you have to forgive even if a person is not sorry or apologetic. Why, Sierra? You why? know what, before Sierra even answer it, ask her to call in and, and and answer a question. Call in, Sierra, so you can tell um, Sierra, the- call in so that- why you have to forgive even if a person is not sorry or apologetic. You need the number 646-668. Six, <laughs> Two eight six three. I'm gonna put it in my comment. Six four six mm-hmm. six six eight two eight six three. So for me, I can answer some of that question as well before Sierra call in. Um, but let's re- repeat the question one more time. She said, sometimes you have to forgive, even if a person is not sorry or um, apologetic. And I said, why? So for me, um, one of the betrayals that I did have that I am going to discuss tonight is um, within my marriage. Um, (sighs) So I have went through... A situation in my marriage Where infidelity came Into our marriage And I, It happened A few years ago And I carry Don't worry y'all I cleared this with my husband Okay He <laughs> called this our truth So Everybody don't panic Like I'm telling our business You know Without his permission Um We before this even happened, before infidelity even came about, we were having some issues in our marriage. Um, we'll be married six years Saturday, so this happened a few years ago. Okay. And these with with the problems that were that we were having, I mean, we were we were honestly having problems to where some some days we we didn't think we were gonna make it past that next month, you know, staying together. And infidelity did come, and I took it. Um, I think I still deal with it. I took it hard. Um, here's the thing. When I, when we first got married, my bishop at the time asked me, asked us, before we got married, what was the deal breaker? Right. Um, so that was hard because for me, I always thought that the deal breaker would be infidelity. My husband cheated on me. Hands Done. Correct. So I thought that that was most definitely a deal breaker for me. Um, I found out that it wasn't a deal breaker. But in me saying that was me saying I'm gonna work on forgiving you. I couldn't. I was gonna ask you how long did it take? I'm still dealing with it. Okay. Okay. And I didn't know that I was still dealing with it. Um until my husband recently a few months ago brought it up and he said, You'll never trust me And for me <laughs> For me, uh, I have to make sure this wasn't him saying okay, honey, you're going too far. Huh? Um for me it was shoot, the pain and the hurt mm-hmm. I couldn't let go. I would bring it up, I would tell him that I was over it, I was gonna forgive him. Um, and then we he could move on after it. I would I didn't think it was throwing it in his face. That's not how I looked at it. But now, growing, I realized that's what I was doing. But for me, for me, I was—I didn't feel like he was remorseful. I felt like um, there were certain things that was still happening, and not infidelity was still happening, but certain things was happening in our marriage um, that would make me still not trust him. There were certain things that he was doing. But, I I would also be so obsessed with catching him doing something else that I would look at something and make it fly off to him. I would make it to the 10th power. Okay? Which is how he came up with the conclusion that you'll never trust me. It brought The infidelity brought so much baggage to our marriage, so many things that I carried, so many hurts, so many different things that came up because um, because that was something that I was like, I will never deal with. And because I accepted that, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm accepting it. And I'm saying, so some things have to change. And things didn't change. And that, and to me, the how I looked at it, how I perceived that, it, I perceived that he had a cocky attitude. Like, okay, I did it, and now what? Let's you still here? So either you gonna be here because I'm still be, I'm gonna still be a flirty person. I'm gonna still, you know. So I took that hard every single day for three years. And we will have good days. Uh, we will have so many good days, and then it would be like a trigger. I would see the color card that we had <laughs> when, the, when the situation and you are happened. It like was back in that place. And I'm talking about it was like, boom, like I would just ruin a whole good week, okay, and I couldn't shake it. So when Candace said that you need God, honey, last 2017, I started going back to church. And I had to stop completely. And when I say that God was the only thing that could help me out of this, And I had to see some things in myself that was some ugliness in myself because I chose to stay. So in choosing to stay with my husband, I had to truly let that go. I had to truly forgive him so that we can move on, so that we can have a healthy marriage because it became so unhealthy that... um, it just brought so much chaos to my house. It was times where I wanted to get up in the middle of the night and just leave. So I just couldn't understand why why stay, why I was still here. Seeing different things grow up, seeing different, seeing uh, different uh, things. Growing up In my own household With my my parents I was just like I'm not I'm not staying in this type of relationship So to stay It was like I I felt like I gave everything I sacrificed everything to stay That I totally forgot about What my husband sacrificed I totally forgot about how I told this man that I stood up and said, hey, I, I, I'm i going to marry you in front of God, in front of my family and friends. I forgot, for better or for worse. And we was at our worst. And I was just like, basically, I put the middle finger up like, <laughs> yep, I said I was going to say, I said I was going to stick it through, but really, I can't. Um... I really did have to see my own ugliness. I remember sitting on the bed one day, and my husband said to me, um, He called me conniving. He said, All right, I'm going to tell our truth. I'm going to tell our truth. He said, You're conniving, bitch.' He said, From the beginning, um, you lied about, whoo, Jesus. He said, you lied about being pregnant. Now, I'll go into that, but that's not even necessary. But he said, you lied about that, and you never told me that you found out you wasn't. He said, and I still married you. He said, you had children who hated me, and I still married you. He said, yeah. I loved you every single day. I did this, I did that, and I and you were so hard on me. You didn't accept me for who I was, and I still married you. And as I tried to get off this bed, the Holy Ghost was like, sit down. <laughs> Kid you not. I so couldn't, Ebony, I couldn't here it is today. move. The things that he said to me, it was like, God put a mirror up to my face and allowed me to see my ugly as well. I was so busy pointing the finger at my husband that it was so much stuff that he forgave me for, so much stuff, and didn't even mention it. and di- and never mentioned it, never, never, never mentioned it, not one time. Didn't bring it up. Didn't bring it up. Okay? See, this is the this is the issue with. Women, we love, listen, ladies, please, if you do going to forgive, you got to let it go. Yeah, well, I tried, and I just kept bringing it up, and on top of that, I betrayed my husband as well. My husband um, got into a car accident in 2012. And I'm gonna make this part short so we can move on. But my husband got into a car accident in two thousand twelve and he was on a walker, he had spine surgery, he went through a whole lot with the thing, with the surgery. So our our marriage had just fell off. It had it was just not what it was because he was in pain. He right. was going through a lot. Right. Um, he was mean and I just wasn't used to that. I was I wasn't used to it at all. And I ventured off, and I had a um, non-physical relationship with a guy, a a male friend that I've had for like 30 years. I had a relationship with him, and my husband found a whole lot of explicit text messages in my phone to him. He never brought it up. So when I say this man never brought it up, when I found out about his infidelity three years later is when he brought it up. He had never. He carried that hurt. He carried that hurt, that pain, that feeling inadequate, because at the time of his accident is when I betrayed him. He carried all those things at that time for three years and never said not one word to me about it. That's crazy So when God showed me myself I had to Learn to forgive That is when I I, was sitting on the bed I was getting ready to go to Bible class I had just got back in church And when God did that I mean he did that And he told me He's my son too And I forgot You know God don't just love me He loved my husband too I'm his daughter, that's his son, and I had forgot. And I had got my butt whooped, and I had to sit right there and listen. So that's when I said that this is it. I have to forgive my husband. So this has been a process over the last year and a half of, for real, learning to truly forgive my husband. That is deep. We have, Whoa, that is deep. So we got some comments, and i have to go back a little bit, but here's the thing. Tonight, guys, we are talking about forgiveness, betrayal, learning how to forgive um, after betrayal, and this was a pretty good comment I wanted to read from my cousin. He said, it's a lot of my family members on here tonight, too. Mm -hmm. Hey, Alan, hey, Chelsea, hey, Joel. I see you guys are watching. Forgiveness has such a thin line between being kind and being a doormat, and that's what makes it so hard most of the time. True. True. Like I said earlier, um, Alan, I don't know if you were on, but it makes me feel weak. And I know that's stupid. It sounds so dumb, but you know, it makes me feel like I'm weak. So for those of you guys that are just tuning in, please make sure if you're gonna um if you have a comment and you would like to call in, call in six four six 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 eight two eight six three you can just listen um on the line or you can call in and give your comment if you like. make sure to like and share the video anonymous it can be anonymous it can be anonymous guys Commissioner will not let you uh she'll tell me not to put you on the air, so hey Miss Moore hey shooter, or even you don't even have to say your name when you call in absolutely and she will definitely let us know um you don't want to be on the air i had some comments that i know i missed okay jerry she says by not forgiving and holding on you are allowing that person to live in your head rent free they aren't worried about you they have moved on but you have allowed them to steal your joy that is the truth that's the honest to goodness truth and you know what i'm um, learning is, you know, forgiveness can cause so many ailments. I feel like a lot of the issues that I'm having, and this is me just being totally honest, a lot of the issues that I'm having with my health started at a time in my life when I was so angry at someone for what they did to me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't forgive them. And it was like a quick or like a rapid decline, like crazy. And it, I just feel like it can't be anything but me harboring whatever situation it is and just not getting over it. I need to let that go because I feel like it would be a heavy burden to be lifted off of me. And um, I can live my life. So let me just tell you guys some of the – what. Some of the stuff that happened to me when I chose not to forgive, I got sick um, I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease. I gained a bunch of weight um, It was almost like I was stuck in a rut, like I know what I'm supposed to be out here doing. I'm not doing that um. There are so many things that I'm supposed to be doing that I'm just not doing right now at this point. So, um, holding on to stuff like that definitely blocks your blessings, and you're not going to be used for what your purpose is. Trust and believe. I'm because, I, in in all honesty, I'm just living proof of that. Because there's some things that I just need to let go. Mm-hmm. Period. There's some things that I need to let go and move forward. You know, so
0: yep. I
1: can, I, can, I hear you. I'm girl. I'm just trying to get my together up here. Real oh. rap raw, y'all. Emotionally empowered radio. I got some comments. Did you read all yours? I think I did read all of mine. I got a lot of comments. Um, Still letting y'all in on my business. I got a whole bunch of comments. I love all of y'all on my live though. Everybody was so encouraging. Um, <clears throat> all right, we got a lot here. Okay. Uh, you sure you read all yours? this is a this is a lot. So read okay. okay. Um, healing is happening even now. When you can talk about it, you are healing. God be the glory, cause I'm I'm ready to heal completely. I'm ready to. I'm just ready to not carry that weight anymore you know right because I really I really have wanted to let it go for such a long time and you mean to yes yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Um, got one that says I tried to get back with an ex that cheated on me two months before our wedding that was in 20, 2015 we tried to get back together um I Last year, and I couldn't do it. Two months? Whew. I get why you couldn't do it, because i probably probably um. realized what I would have did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll tell you all the truth. Um, then we have another comment from Rashonda that said, this is helping so many people. The last comment was from Melissa. Then Candace said, "The self-reflection I went through, I saw when I when when I saw where I was and where God wanted me to go. God can heal any hurt or pain." Charlotta said, "Love the transparency. Somebody' marriage is being healed right now. The power of forgiveness. I truly, the power of forgiveness." Like Candice said, "Blessed are the pure at heart." My husband said, "I love you, honey." Thanks, babe. I love you, too. Kim said, this is helping. I went through the same thing in a marriage of 10 years. See, I'm just 10 years out, and then you betrayed me. I'm just like, wait. What? So I I thank you, Kim, for sharing that. Cause, but you, you still standing. And to me, that just says so much, because when I see you, on Sunday mornings, you just so happy and vibrant. So ten years, because I'm sitting here like, huh? <laughs> somebody got to get cut. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being transparent, y'all. Somebody got to give. Somebody got to get cut. Um, Apostle said we are blessing so many. And Charlotta said love on fire. So many people getting delivered and healed. Uh, Candace said, "I know the place you're in. Your de- your deliverance begins right now. You have freed yourself and your husband. For God be the glory. Thank God. Oh Lord, you have to you to have a powerful marriage. Stay strong. That's what apostle said to me and James. Move on and enjoy life." Tina said, "God says that our pain that our pain is our growth." Um, okay. Yep. That's all my comments. So for those of you that are just now tuning in, to all the people on my live, hey y'all, I see y'all, Terry, Darlisha, Spring Sky, my planner friends, my planner friends. Um, and I do believe that Tamisha is got somebody on the line. I can see who we got on the line. Um, I think that's California. That might be Cherry. Come on with it, Um, So, the number for you to call in is 646 668 2863. Again, that number is 646 668 2863. We are talking about um, forgiveness after betrayal. And, like I thought, that was Jerry, so we're going to go ahead and put her through. Hey Jerry Hey boo and Just to let you know your life has been interrupted On my
2: my uh, Facebook So I don't know if you know that But it's not live no more
1: How long has it been interrupted Probably
0: like 15 seconds Oh, oh. That. Is it back Nope Is it back Jerry It's back <laughs>
1: That's I okay. keep going No it's not it's- that. You know I'm too uh, familiar with my life going down. So why does a trip is uh, tripping, just, tripping today? You want to get on mine with me, Papa? Tripping, tripping.
2: All right. I just want to let you know, but I do have a comment. As a parent, if we don't forgive, what are we teaching our children? That's we teach our children that because they, they see what we do, they see us not forgive people, so they continue that cycle of oh, somebody hurt my feelings, so I'm not going to forgive them. And what do we teach our kids all the time? Forgive that person and move on. But as parents, we got to lead by that example. You are and absolutely
0: forgiveness,
2: right. toxic, and, like, I was I was just like you for a long time. Like, Mama, I told you all last week, my mom was an alcoholic. She was abusive. We finally had an intervention And I had to forgive her And I told my mama I said you know what I'm not forgiving you Because I think that you deserve it I just need that peace in my life And at the end of the day How can I stand before The God that I believe in And say well I didn't forgive my mama For what she put me through But I need you to forgive me And let me go to heaven
1: Girl you better
2: say that It it doesn't work And then our kids look and say Well mommy didn't forgive daddy for this Or she didn't forgive that person for this So we just continue that Toxic cycle of non-forgiveness And then we have grandchildren Who don't know how to forgive And if you just look at some of the stuff That's going on in the world right now It's due to people Not forgiving other people We got children running around here Who don't know who their daddies are Because their mamas ain't forgive them For being his poor ass daddies, Or vice versa Because there's some poor ass mamas out there too But, And at the end of the day, it just affects your health because that not-forgiveness can lead to depression. That depression leads to a whole bunch of other stuff that's not even, you know what I mean? Mentally, it's just draining on your body not to forgive somebody. And you letting that person have power, steal, and kill your joy. And at the end of the day, the devil is winning because that's what he wants us to do. Don't forgive that person. Don't follow what God says. And like Duana said, when we stand in front of God, we say Shall death do us part for better or worse, sickness, and health. Because I used to say I never stay in a relationship with somebody who cheated on me. My son's father cheated. I left because it was an unhealthy situation and my son deserved better, but I had to learn to forgive him. I mean, it took me forever and a day. I'm still working on forgiveness because he's not around. He ain't been in his son's life, but I just realized it. It ain't got nothing to do with me. That's all on the person that he is, and I can't do nothing but forgive him and understand that that's who he is and the things that happened in his life are the reason why he acts the way he acts, and we just got to move on.
1: You are absolutely right, honey. I totally agree with you, Jerry. Um, Forgiveness, if we don't learn to forgive, we do carry that over into our next generation. So I totally agree there. Um, it, it can become a generational curse that we put on, bring on our children. Other things can come with that, like the sickness um, that you that you spoke about, the infirmity. So I do think that it's important to break that cycle. I do. I know of, of, of families that the whole family is just mean, angry, bitter, um, and it all goes back into what the grandmother, you know, some things that the grandmother carried into to them. You know so i I definitely know a family like that, so I totally agree with you there that you know we have to we have to learn to forgive for our for the next generation you know for our for our babies so that they can grow up free. We don't wanna keep them bound and changed to some things that you know was brought into their life without them even knowing they didn't even have any control over it, so I totally agree there. That we gotta break the we gotta break the cycle. We we gotta we gotta let it go. Break the cycle, and then also that the chaos that that brings, the turmoil that that brings into your household. You know that that just like I mentioned in my situation, that what me and my husband went through brought so much chaos to my family. Honestly, it, it, like, it brought so much chaos to my family. Um, different my son my oldest son my 18 year old son was acting out at the time he was it was so many different things going on we you know we're a blended family so that's a that's a lot of you know a lot of work within itself to have chaos and my children you know I wanted to say I wanted to say I want to say even now that my children don't really know what exactly happened i'm sure my 18 year old son knows now that I've just discussed it on here, but they never, we never argue in front of our kids and things like that. But the vibe, the energy in the house, the spirit, the Mm -hmm. demonic spirit and stuff that was in our house was just so crazy and chaotic. And it was, it was, it just wasn't meshing right. And you know, that carried on into now. So now, you know, we're trying to get it right now and I just thank God and I, I honestly I, I'm so grateful to God that, you know, when I said, Okay, Lord, I'm ready just stepped in and grabbed me. I I'm I'm so grateful to God because this process, my process of forgiveness, my process of just growing spiritually has helped me so 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 much. And I and I and I realize now that I was being just as toxic as I felt that my husband was being. You know something that just popped into my mind while you were saying that? You don't know why people don't forgive because people don't know how to communicate. Oh, absolutely. Never think about it. You don't know. If you don't know how to speak it, it
0: because
1: we don't forgive because we don't know how to. We'd be so stuck in that anger and not being able to say, you know what, you made me feel this way. When you
2: said this, I felt this way, and we don't know how to communicate that, so we hold on to that anger and that sadness, and it just infests us, and it's just like, you know what? And it just gets to the point where it's like, well, they don't understand, but how can I understand you if you don't speak to me? If you don't tell me how you feel, I can't fix it. If it's a problem and you don't speak it, we can't fix it. Me and my husband have this 72-hour rule because I was – Every time something happened, I'd bring something back up. And I was like, how do I say I forgive you, but we still talk about this? So in our right. you have 72 hours to say how you feel.
1: And, if That's that good. and after that,
2: you let it go? You don't bring it back up? We got to let it go. It's if, go- if you don't say within that 72 hours, you did this, and I don't like this, and da-da-da-da-da, it's done. And, after- and
1: if you do bring it up, after that 72 hours, we've talked about it, we've discussed it, it's over,
2: it's dead. I'm not sweeping it up under the rug. We've talked about it. Let it go. Throw it into the lake like God throws our sins into it and forget about it. Because if God can forgive us for everything that we done did every day, we can forgive other people.
1: I know agree. And that has brought us
2: so much peace because it was always, I don't want to talk about it right now, So we would sweep it under the rug and we'd be good for six months. And then six months happen and he say something or I do something, and we back in the same spot. And I finally said, I cannot continue to live my life like this. And I have, we had two children at the time. What are we teaching my son on how to speak to people? And what are we teaching our daughter, especially when she goes to look for a relationship, that she got to be in something toxic and forgiving people is wrong and it make you feel weak because I felt the same way. And I realized,
1: you know what, you're not a great communicator. If you just tell the man how you feel, he can maybe fix something
2: that he thinks that he did wrong, even if he didn't do something wrong. Tell him how he how you feel so he can... Know it, and the next time the situation arises, you don't keep repeating the same thing, because that's just insane, to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And I refuse to be unhappy in my own home. I know
1: that's right. I think that if a lot of people, you know, if if people thought like that, we would be so much better off. You know, and sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to realize, I'm just now realizing that I'm not going to be unhappy in my own home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, literally, she literally just said that Literally Like I'm just now realizing that That is just not an option So there's just some things That I gotta do Let go So I can just better You know Live my life So I appreciate you Jerry so you are call so welcome the show. Thank you Jerry Oh you are welcome Y'all have a wonderful rest of the show I am going to continue To listen now Alright Thank you darling
2: right. Bye bye
1: so for those of you that are just joining us, please make sure you like or share this video. This is my second time going live, so um, the number to call in is 646 Again, that number is 646 And we're talking about um, forgiveness after betrayal. And I think one of the interesting things that you brought up, Dawana, is that when we continue to carry this stuff, and it gets planted in our children, it becomes a generational curse. Mm-hmm. That was deep, and that was something that kind of like resonated with me because that's when you get families of people who live in chaos mm-hmm. and bitterness. And I, you ever have encountered those types of people, and you just be like, why is everybody
0: so angry?
1: Mm-hmm. Why is everybody so mad? Why is everybody so bitter? And I have encountered families of people like that, and it that just really resonated with me when you said that because I never would have associated something so simple like not forgiving. Yeah, not forgiving. I mean, like I said, I know a family that's a whole family. I know a family like that too. I mean, and they really they real, – really chaotic, the entire family, and it all goes back to... And I used to ask questions like, is, do you think this is normal? You know, well, why is this okay? I, that was just because. what I was just getting ready to say. Why is it okay? Because this is not okay. Like, every single thing I have never met any... I it's, it's crazy. I'm just in shock right now. But that's their normal, though. It's normal to it's them. It's normal to them. It's normal to them, and that's because there is no there is no what my apostle always say there is no known catalyst of the family yet no no one knows how to handle that yet because there isn't any uh spiritual leader i guess within the family that's breaking down those cycles i mean there's there's nobody that or it could be somebody that is trying to do it. But that person is also carrying so much that they're bound in, in their own chain, so they're carrying so much that that warfare that come on from that unforgiveness they they can't they can't fight it all because they're still carrying their own stuff, Old family of folks so it, it it definitely that definitely gets deep. um and I think one of the other things that we got to remember, especially as women. We definitely have to remember something that my, my apostle also speaks on a lot, and Pastor Rudy was just talking about it on Sunday. We have to give up our right to be offended. Like, we have to give up our right to be offended.
0: Wait, wait, what? What? What do you mean by that? Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you do not. Don't do that. <laughs> that was a good one, I wasn't. It?
1: You answered my question earlier, I have the right to skip yours. Okay. So, meaning, if we're offended by something, okay, it's our job to go to that person and say we were offended. Okay? Now, you can say you were bothered, you okay. were you were offended by that, but then you have to let it go. Don't be so quick to be offended by every single thing. You can be a you can you can, somebody should be able to say something to you without you holding or carrying an offense. Definitely. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. So we definitely but women we don't like to. I know in my household, honey, James Coleman, say something not a line to me. And I'm pissed. I'm offended. But and sometimes it's not it's and I c and what I mean by that is that I'll hold that for hours. Okay? That's when the silent treatment happened. And when the silent treatment happened, you haven't gave us your right to be offended. You're still carrying that offense. Exactly. So we definitely have to learn to not carry that offense and drop it, drop the charges, um, against people. And I'm still learning. I'm I I'm I'm still learning because it 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 bothers me. You know, and I think growing spiritually, it bothers me even more now. I think my husband, matter of fact, he told me he's tired of me apologizing because I think now I'm so, I, I, I want to I make sure that I get it right. I want to make sure that it's talked about, but that's not who my, my husband is not a communicator, as I discussed last week. So his, he's not, he's not going to communicate the same way that I want him to communicate, but I be wanting it done right there. I be wanting that apology not not always just an apology for him. I would love. But not always an apology from him. Sometimes I owe him an apology or sometimes I want to I wanna apologize for the situation blowing up the way it did. So I have to I have to let go of what I'm feeling. Right. But a lot of times I carry it. And I carry it, girl, and we're driving that car and this is me. You ready? The whole ride. I could be offended for hours. I try really, really hard not to be. I I have to let, but this is, again, this goes back to last week. And I, I have to be delivered from that, by the way. I have to let you know. Uh-uh. I have to let you know. Don't do that, James Coleman. Don't get on my live. Absolutely, um, Dre. Mm-hmm. So I have a comment on my live. He said, I will forgive, but I will not forgive treat people accordingly. And that is absolutely true. We talked about um, what forgiveness is not earlier. And forgiveness is not, I don't have to forget. I don't have to forget. I can forgive you all day long. And it's funny because you said um, your husband tells you to stop saying sorry. I think women, we're so apologetic. And we always want to say, I'm sorry, or apologize. I apologize so much my husband thinks it's insincere. (laughs) He thinks. He thinks that... Zach thinks the same thing. I just... Be like I'm sorry. Like a robot. Like, like a robot. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's not... Mine is always sincere, though. And mine is always sincere, too. Sincere? Okay, no, no, no. It's not. Mine is always... Sometimes mine... And I tell him, like, I really miss that, and he'll be like... No. All the time? Every single? Yeah. Really? Okay, because I lied. I thought... I, It sounded good coming out, but I, it's not (laughs) always sincere. It's sometimes, so he he was, James was right when he felt that, when he discerned that, that I'm apologizing all the time because I don't feel like it's always sincere. Sometimes I'm saying it because I want him to say that. Because I want him to, I want him to realize that this is your fault. You. And yeah, I want I'm watching that apologize. No, I don't do that often. I'm just saying I have done that before, and I've no, And he, when he recently said stop apologizing, I'm like, okay, cool. And I had attitude about that because at that time it was really sincere. But I had to realize just now that no, sometimes I just I be being sarcastic because I be like, no, Negro, you was the butthole. And you really owe me an apology, but you know what? Who is gonna, I'm gonna apologize so that you can realize, girl? And it don't work. No, it's, it's foolish. It's foolish. <laughs> nice try. It's foolish. Lish. It doesn't work. No, because he doesn't go for that. Okay? Absolutely not. He doesn't go for that. So yeah, and he's a, and he's real stubborn. So he like, mm, yeah. Most okay. Mhm. Most men are. So, yeah. Um. does hey sis. Vita. G. Vida is on the line. She ain't on my line. I'm kidding. She a hater. You can stay over there. Um. Uh, okay. I do got some comments. Hater. Uh, uh. I'm not reading James' comments. What like? I'm just saying. I am like, oh dang, well, why? because no, he gonna say when I, I said I I'll be um offended for days. He gonna say she. He said yes, she do, and then he said days. No, I said i will be offended for hours. He said she meant days. Um, right. Candace said it's not about right or wrong, and I agree. But in that moment, I do have. That's how I know I still need some deliverance apostle because I do have issues with. It's not about. It's not about being right or wrong. But in the moment, sometimes I get lost in that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, then Melissa said, life is too short, and like the caller just said, if God can forgive us, we should forgive also or learn to. And then Candace also said, change the action to match the words. Use I and not you. Don't point fingers and take responsibility. Thanks, Candace. I needed to hear that because mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down actually. Um, Melissa said something I pinned it, but I asked her to call in, but maybe she's not going to. So she said, let me see if I can say this. So it's not misunderstood If someone betrays us and we forgive So it teaches our children Is that showing them That it's okay to betray someone So I think how. Okay wait let me read it again I understand what you okay. saying Okay so answer it um, No I don't think that that's what it's teaching them I think that if you teach your kids Right from wrong and loyalty and not betrayal, they're going to know that there's a difference. You know, they're going to know that forgiveness is the way to go, but not to betray people. So, I mean, I could understand her, her question, mm-hmm. but I don't think that that's always the case. You know, you want to teach your kids to be good and to do what's right and not, you know, betray others. So is there anybody that want to call in and give a testimony about um, betrayal. Betrayal, a betrayal, how you got over it, that um, you've been through, Yeah, that, that you had to get over, that you had to get over, um, maybe how long it took you to forgive? Um, anybody want to call in about that? Uh, any men that want to call in about that? We got any men on your life that want to call in about that? Because I think my husband is the only person on my life. Uh, um, Call in. Anybody. That's a number. Okay, cool. The number is 646-668-2863. I'm going to type it in my live, 646-668-2863. And if there's anybody on my Facebook live that wants to call in, you guys can call in. You don't have to say your name. You can just call in give your testimony. Let us know so that we can continue to help people. Um, free free people, you know so, so people can be healed So we want to make sure that we kind of Hit on every target, touch everything That we should be touching on tonight Absolutely Because <clears throat> this is a deep topic We do have two more series of, forgive, of What is it, forgiveness? Um, we do have two more shows of this So, you know, we, we knew that this would be Something that was deep um, That would definitely take more than just An hour show That's actually why we're still going and we knew that we would need a, a, a bigger platform and amount of days for for this for this topic itself. I know I definitely did um, for me because when I said last week that we were gonna have to fast and pray, this was real. This this was real for me. I, I kind of got I had to have my sister pray for me before I even got here because I kind of got nervous. Like, what is it? What's the outcome gonna be? You know, what's going to happen? And I definitely didn't want to cry. So I not want no tears to fall, period. Not today. Mm-hmm. Ms. Kelly, call in if you have had an experience with betrayal and how did you forgive and how did you learn to forgive. Jerry said forgiveness is a process and it takes time. That is absolutely right. You cannot expect for somebody to forgive you overnight. You can't. And I think a lot of times we want that um we want that quick fix. We want everything Ooh, yeah. to go back to Girl. the way it was and we just it just it can't work like that. And again, that's something that I'm learning because I'm impatient. We do want quick fix. I definitely agree there. We want everything to be boom boom boom. It's it's back normal and especially in marriage, we got we just got to remember that in marriage you go through different seasons and that was hard for me to accept because how my husband described what I felt in marriage. My husband described it as you thought that this was gonna be a white picket fence happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, No I didn't and he said, Yes you did. He said, By the things that you say to me, yes you did And I literally had to sit think about that. I had I was in my sanctuary, which is my car, several days, several months with that with that, what he said And he's absolutely right I created this image Of what my marriage should have been Or what I wanted it to be And honey, the the hardest work I've ever It's hard work It's some hard stuff And I just want The best advice Somebody ever gave me about marriage <laughs> Was that Let me hear that advice Come on with it It is not for the weak Agreed. Agreed. Marriage is a different breed. I agree. My apostle asked James and I. she said marriage goes through different seasons. She said there's there's different seasons that marriage goes through. And that's true. She said can you go the distance? That's what she asked us. Can you hold the capacity that it's gonna take to win in your marriage? So I challenge the married couples to, you know, definitely answer that question for yourself, for your own marriage. If you're going through, if, you, if you're if you having any type of issues with forgiveness in your marriage, if you're anything like that, I would definitely um, challenge you to add, write that question down that I just said um, and answer that question because when that question was asked, you have to think about it because you have to go in your mind. You have to think about all the different things that has already went on in your marriage, and all the different things that could possibly still go on in your marriage because your marriage has got seasons. So you really have to answer that question um, with some thought behind it. So. Definitely. Sierra said, "Do you feel like forgiving a person lets them off the hook for the hurt they caused? Absolutely not. No. That was a real simple answer. No, absolutely not, Sierra girl. No, I don't let them off the hook. Now, that that again, that just frees you from that, from carrying that, that holding on, holding on to that weight and that bondage. So I don't think um, it's a you let them off the hook because they'll eventually, hopefully, have to deal with their own issues that they cause. And that was another question that I asked. Remember, if you've ever been the betrayer, what did I say? If you've ever been the betrayer, how do you feel after the act? Were you remorseful? Did you find it justifiable, the reason that you caused the betrayal? And how did you apologize? So I would definitely love for somebody to answer that question if he's ever been the betrayer. We got a caller on the line. All right. I don't know what's going on with my life. I hope it's still together. Thank you, Jack. Let me check and see if it is. Please. Is mm-hmm. the caller coming up? Miss Kelly. Hey there. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Thank you. We received those Yes. Oh, yeah. Y'all on that top notch subject. (laughs) That stuff that rile up people. Rile up things. Yes. It rile up that pride that
2: you don't want to let go of. Yes. Yes. Well, that's the key. That's the key. Forgiveness is you might as well just go on and get you some bricks, get you a car, get weight, and just put it on top of your head. Because the more you don't forgive, the more you burn down yourself. Forgiveness is for you.
1: to free you up. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It is for us. We can let
2: go of that heaviness, yeah. let you go of that You are absolutely bread. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been both. I have been betrayed, and I have been the betrayer. I think if we all being real, like we talking, this is real talk, y'all talking. You know, we've been in them shoes, and it don't feel good. It don't feel good, and then that's something that you want to run away from. Because if I stay mad, then it'll stay real in my body, in my mind, in my soul. And then it takes over me. Another person probably ain't even thinking about it. Hmm. Yeah, but true. forgiveness is the real deal. You have to, but you have to have a, a, a compassionate and a passionate heart to deal with both both sides. Because if you have that, then it's hard to do that to somebody else. Now, sometimes you can betray a person and not knowing what the impact
1: is. We have to analyze ourselves every day. We got to think about what we do, how it feels. We have to go into our emotions just to feel this. And then we
2: have to have a caring heart. The young lady was saying, "I just want somebody to ask her about betrayal. I can tell you about being betrayed. I think I'm saying it right. Am I saying it right, Ebony?"
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you know? What? Yeah. You, you, you
2: think about that, and it's a hurtful thing, and it's you're going to go through different emotions. You're going to go through the 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 being mad, the anger, and the different things like that, but when you hold on to it, it's like a bad apple that turned bad and it stays in the other
1: bag of apples. And so all the apples are being affected by it. So it affects
2: other people around you too.
1: Right. Like a trickle-down effect,
2: huh? Yes, yes. And I believe
1: in my walk, my little journey, that, when I made up my mind to to take this off of me, to get this weight off of me, and what I did was I went into my belief and asked God and prayed. And I prayed and I prayed and I stopped and he showed me this. He showed me that I have to go through doors. So I might have to go on a quiet room, go on a vacation, but I need to clear myself. I need to get this weight
2: off of me because there is a precious life out there waiting on you. There's a light. There is more things out there for you to enjoy in life. So I had to go to that door when I was a little kid and and go in that situation and forgive that person or forgive that thing,
1: forgive that, ask God for forgiveness, and close that door. And I had to go through a journey like that of closing doors on forgiving people who did me wrong, who I know did me wrong, or forgive the person who I thought even did me wrong, because that's just as powerful. Because if you don't do a communication,
2: stop me, Ebony, because you know not have to talk, baby. But if you don't do you that communication... Yeah, if you don't do that communication, then you know it could be just as bad. So you you it just I don't know. You 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 got y'all on the
1: subject, and y'all gonna have to pray. You are gonna have to pray before. You have to pray afterwards, and you have to pray over yourself because you are on a deep subject, Y'all is on a
2: deep subject. Y'all doing the right things stuff. This is real talk. Y'all being real. They're open-hearted and y'all being transparent. Thank you, and Ms. Kelly. We
1: it. appreciate that. It. We appreciate that so much. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Kelly. You're welcome, then. All right. God
2: bless y'all. Have a,
1: Have a good night. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. I mean, let's just Let's just do a recap, because we've heard so many things about forgiveness and what unforgiveness can cause. And one of the things that I keep hearing, and and this is something that I've noticed myself and something that I've witnessed in my own life, is that not forgiving people can hold you back. Mm -hmm. It can make you sick it takes you to places where you've been before if you didn't let it go Hey Nova, hey Kim. Mhm. Sierra, you mentioned that you've been on both sides of the fence. Elaborate. I don't know what's going on with my um with my connection, but I'm having an issue. So, you guys let me know if you can still see the live video. Um, Let me know if it's still up. I'm having a hard time with the thing. But um, Sierra said, you've been on both sides of the fence. I want to know how. So we're asking people to call in. If you've been betrayed, how did you deal with it? How long did it take you to forgive? If you've been the betrayer, um, you know, how did it make you feel? Were you remorseful? I'm going to tell you guys about a situation that I had with a family member. And... This person was one of my favorites. Sierra, you got a call. <laughs> Before you say that, <laughs> I just want to thank everybody that's still on the live with us past nine o'clock. We appreciate you guys for still being on here. Absolutely. With us. Come on, y'all! Y'all roughing it out with us because we're trying to get this healing. So I appreciate you all. Me and Ebony definitely appreciate you staying on us with us uh, past our hour. Okay. Sierra, you're killing me. Sierra, what is the problem? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> is killing Sierra, what, is, what is the problem? Let me, what's the problem? You don't what, You gonna call in? Call in, sweetie. We don't need you to call in, Sierra, because people need to hear from you. They need to hear the testimony. They need to hear. I'm going to tag you. Um, what does it mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't you know what it means? You just don't? No. So, Sierra. Does anybody else have any? Um, anybody else? Oh, does she? Does she actually put a comment up? She has to elaborate. Oh, she's, she so does not elaborate. <laughs> she just said she's been the betrayed, been both on both sides. She's been on both sides of the fence. She says she's been cheated on and she's cheated, um, and she wasn't remorseful. Oh wait, my mom's gonna call. At the time, six forty-six. Um, but eventually she learned a lesson from it, which is a good thing. three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm just, if y'all don't, if y'all don't, um, elaborate and mm-hmm. call in, we're going to have to end the live. Don't, you guys don't want to leave, do you? She said eventually she learned a lesson from it. Oh, you did learn a lesson from it. Well. How did you apologize? Did you? Did you apologize? And how and how did you do it? That's the thing. I think a lot of times what the issue is when we do stuff and we're not remorse remorseful for it is because we feel like we're the victim and we have the right. Okay, but here's now now let me ask you this question because I think that um, is it that they're not remorseful, is it that it's not their apology or how we, how how they gave us an apology or showed remorse wasn't good enough for us? Because I can use me. A lot as, of, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, come on. Yeah, I can you, Because I think a lot of times... Um, because you didn't behave in the way that I think you should have behaved. Yes. I feel like you should be worshiping the ground that I walk on based on what you did. In every situation? In, no. Just in marriage or something like that, relationships? Well, it depends on the offense. So I, I asked that because that was one of the things that my husband said to me. He said, I'm not remorseful based off of what you're saying. He said, but I, I told you I apologize, and to me it was so nonchalant, and I was like, no, well it should be this way and it should be this way. But again, as I grew, it was like, who are you to tell somebody how they can apologize? I mean, honestly, to this day, I think I still deal with a little bit of holding on to the fact that I think he, sh- I think it should have, I think it should have been different, but. That could—that's not the way that my husband loves. That's not the way that my husband shows, you know, that he does really truly apologize. Yeah. Or how he even expresses himself. Yes. And I think that's why a lot of times we do hold on hold people to what we want it to be like. Right. Yeah. Your mama's on the line. My mama. Hey mama. Hi, Chris. Hi, Ma. Hi. hi. I have, I have a comment. You know, I heard somebody say that um, they. I guess this was a comment earlier about needing somebody to apologize. I don't necessarily need someone to apologize when they did me wrong, when they betrayed me. Okay. But my second comment, I want a question answered. Do you think that you could uh, betray someone and, and without being remorseful because the end justified the means? Say it one more time. Say the end part one more time, because the end was. Okay, I'm driving. And, and because the end justifies me, on why you did it. You did. You you might have betrayed someone to help somebody else, and and, in a, and in an instant somebody someone else got hurt by it. So are you asking? Do you think that that's justifiable? Yes. So I'm not. Uh, In other words, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be remorseful because it was. I I guess I should say you're not remorseful. I'm remorseful because the person is hurt by it, but it was for a reason. They were somebody was going to get hurt in the end. Um. So in that situation, I think. Um. I guess it would depend on what the situation was to me if i was behind that if i was the person that you betrayed to help out for i guess quote unquote a better good um right I, I guess i would i would still be i would still it would still hurt just as bad and i would still it would still be betrayal i mean but i guess the question that you're asking I would just say it depends on the situation because if it has something to do with uh oh, what's something dear to me, and I if it has something to do with children, okay, then if you were doing something for um a child, I would understand the way that I would understand how why you had to do it. But that I would still say, I would still say that how you go about it, how you go about handling the situation, whoo, man, you're killing me. How you go about handling the situation, I think, (laughs) (laughs) will diary. Because that's a tough one. I'm going to just let Ebony, because I think I'm too close to home to this one, so I'm going to let Ebony ask her. I just really think, in a nutshell, that whoever was offended is still going to be offended. You know, that person is still going to be offended. Right, and but it's I think want to know should she be remorseful for that person being offended because she's saying that it was for because a, the it, outcome was for a greater good. Right. I can I can feel that too. But no, no, she shouldn't be remorseful. No. Okay. No. I don't think you should be remorseful. I don't think you should be remorseful. Because you did it to help, and the other person is just offended, probably because of the way that you went about it. And it is what it is. And sometimes we get our feelings hurt, and we're not always in the right to be hurt. And we need to get over it. And that's just my take on it. And I got a comment to, to for your question. She said, "Some uh, Alicia said, uh, she's saying like revenge, no remorse, no remorse because they betrayed you first. So it's like payback and therefore justified. Oh, that Ooh. was good. Oh, somebody else said that's a good question. Okay, let me send this number because y'all about to have a phone. y'all better call in six four six 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 eight two eight six three. I know Sierra. Um. So yeah, so that's what she's two eight six three. Uh huh. So that's what that's what the comment for that was. Um, like, hey, it's justifiable. So, yeah, mom, I don't think you have to be remorseful for helping. You heard Ebony, Mom? Yes, I it. And, and then somebody else said, to so what you just for to to your question as well is it's um pretty much sometimes how you say it, so not what you say or not how you handle it, but what's said? Um, Courtney, hey, if you're watching live, I'm on here so you can't call me. Um, Did you hear me, Ma? No, I didn't hear the last part what you say? I said, um, and then someone else said, Courtney said, sometimes it's how you say it. Like a you know, how you handled it or how it was said. I no, no. It. Yeah. I got it. So, nope. They said That's you shouldn't be remorseful but Definitely no. You know, I listened to what you asked earlier. Do we have we ever been on the end as a betrayer? And I and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, in life you had to be at one point some some type of betrayer. You can't just you can't never say you never can get away with never have betraying someone. You know, and to be honest, the last caller said it you you always have been on one end or the other. So that's why I was trying to figure out like have I been a betrayer before? You <laughs> just and didn't apologize or don't feel like I need to apologize. If I feel justified in what I did. Yeah. So maybe Maybe because um, I would say because you are a Christian, I would say that the apology, should you should apologize for how it was handled and then also let the person know that the apology is not for what you did but maybe how I handled it. And I think I would leave it at that um, and just move on. on. Because, Because there's nothing you can do. Once you apologize to a person, there's nothing you can do about it about them forgiving you. You can't make people forgive you um that that was a that's honestly a lesson that even james uh you know taught me that you can't make a person he i couldn't he couldn't make me forgive him like I had to do it solely on my own so I think once you go to the person and apologize for just the way that it was handled, the way you said it, the way it happened, whatever. Um, then you let it go and you move on with life and never look back unless they do. You know, and you don't even look back at the situation, but once they decide to move on and accept your forgiveness, accept your apology, then I think then that's bad. I agree. I agree. Because I've been betrayed and, and, and a person have never forgiven, said I'm sorry and don't even acknowledge that they have done anything wrong, but in order for me to move forward, I had to say, "You know what it's okay and i and I have forgiven that person, and it doesn't matter to me that they need to that they feel like they need to be forgiven or receive the forgiveness. I'm okay with that All right, thank you, and you should be Thank, fine. You. thank you for calling in. We appreciate you. Okay, I'm keep listening. We got a couple more comments on the line. We have Sierra and we have another caller after her. Hey Sierra. Hello. Hey Sierra. Hey. Hey, how y'all doing? We are fantastic. How are you?
2: I'm doing pretty good.
1: Girl, you know we've been how waiting going? on this comment talking about how you wasn't remorseful. Oh wait, you you didn't tell me she said that's her come
2: on with that there. Um, come on. At the time when it happened, I wasn't remorseful. So um I was married to a man and he was abusive and when we got ready, when I got tired of it, I started seeing somebody else. And at the time I wasn't remorseful because I felt like, you know, well, whatever he had put me through through those years I didn't have no remorse in my heart for it, but the remorse came later, a few years later, after I really realized um, everything that happened when you sin and when you commit adultery. So I think I was more remorseful because of the decision that I made, because you should still have integrity no matter uh, what situation you're in. But at the time when I was doing what I was doing, I didn't have any remorse.
1: Is it because
2: you felt like you were the victim in the situation? Yeah, I did. I felt like I was the victim at the time, and um, I felt like, you know, like this is, you know, you give somebody so much grief for so long, anybody after a while can't take it. The remorse came in because I ended up, um being been with a man for like eight years, and he was abusive, and then I decided to leave and Then I met up with a childhood uh sweetheart, and we made a baby while I was still married and if I made it through anger because if I wouldn't have been so angry at my if I'd have forgave him and let it go, I wouldn't have even been talking to my childhood sweetheart, I'd have been able to see him for the person that he was, mm. and so it was like through my unforgiveness, I made a whole nother mistake.
1: That is good. Right. And and I'm saying that's good that for you to even be able to identify that now. That's amazing. Because, you know, I think that goes back into what we were saying, how how you can carry it, how you can carry that unforgiveness to different situations. And it becomes toxic, and you don't even know that it's becoming toxic. And, of course, it feels good at the moment but you can mm-hmm. carry that unforgiveness to different situations, to different relationships to your children, and it begins to bring on so much different chaos and so many other problems. And although a child is not a, a problem, but, but you know, it you, you made that decision in anger and hold it unforgiveness, so you couldn't even think straight. You didn't have a clear mind to even... Carry on what's your, what, who you are, the character of, of, exactly. of who you are, yeah. you know, and you lost who you were in that. So I think that that's amazing that you even identified that now, you know, and then you identify with that.
2: Yeah, I saw it. I was just like, I know that if I'd have been thinking clearly, the person that I was talking to, I would have even been talking to. Right. Yeah, I was so mad. Right you know, at, at the current situation I was just acting out. And I'm like, if I just took time to be still and pray and to gaze. A lot of things would have went totally different. I
1: think that that's very deep. That's deep here. So do you feel that you're completely healed from both situations or are you still searching for healing?
2: I feel like I'm completely um healed from both situations from the ex husband like to this day, we got a pretty good relationship, and we have a child together. So you know, um, we're cordial, and I, I was able to completely let it go and forgive. And sometimes it's, it's funny. My daughter will ask me a question. She'll say, "Well, was my was my father a good husband to you?" Or she'll just ask me different things, and I really have to sit back and think and remember, because I don't remember. I don't dwell on it. It don't it don't hurt. All the payments. Well, that's
1: good. I think you can honestly say that you are in a good place with that. That's good. But I definitely thank you for calling in and giving us that. One of the things that is important to me that you said is always have integrity. Yep. Always have integrity. always have integrity. And in your holding on to that unforgiveness um, is when you made a mistake. And you you know, you didn't realize that you should have set still. So that's good. That's deep.
2: Yep. Thank y'all Bye.
1: Thank you Sierra Thank Have y'all,
2: night, to y'all night.
1: Later. Bye. You too Bye-bye. I got a comment I got a comment from Rashonda She said I believe you can believe you are Acting in the right manner But who defines what Was the help wanted Justification does not get rid of how a person Took your help
0: <laughs>
1: Did you hear The, the end it says, justification does not get rid of how a person took your help. I think that's good. And, Mom, that comment was actually to your question. So, I think that that's good. I'm going to tag you in this comment so that you can read it later. Uh, that Rashonda made, because that was actually a good comment for your question that you had asked. And then Melissa said, um, You have some comments? No, I'm not Melissa said, <laughs> "You not online." No. Okay. You might as well come over here in my live and we just here Um, Melissa said, "Saying sorry is just words. actions speak louder." Come on, say that. Hmm. I agree with that. I I do think actions speak louder. Um, most definitely. So. Um, for those that are just coming on, I know it's, I know you guys are probably surprised that we are still on the air. Uh, that's because this topic was so deep uh, about forgiveness, learning to forgive after betrayal. And um, I actually asked Ebony before she, um, earlier today, <clears throat> I did ask Ebony, uh, we talked about being betrayed in a friendship. Um, in a in a friendship, not not just a relationship. Does anybody have anything you know where any situations where they were betrayed in a friendship? Because I think that that's important too. Because a lot of people deal with betrayals in friendships, and I definitely think that that's an important thing to touch on. If you don't um, have that, uh, if you don't want to talk about that today, you definitely can talk about that next week. But definitely betrayal in a in a friendship because I've actually dealt with betrayal, and I'll just give you a short real quick. I've de- I dealt with betrayal and a friendship, and my betrayal uh, allowed me to learn so much. Because I am a loyal friend, and I mean <laughs> loyal to the T, I am going to be there for you when I... And betrayed, and it's so crazy because it's so opposite in the relationship for me. But when I am, when I had been betrayed by that friend, um, it took me a long time to. And I'm cool with everybody. So for me to be betrayed by a friend, it was just so, like, what? What? Me? Because every, I'm cool with everybody, and you know, I just don't have those type of issues. But it, took, it was a learning. It was, for me, I I think I had to learn some things from that. So, I mean, I was younger. I was about 21, 22 when everything hit the fan, and I just was like, okay. So now it taught me to just uh, cherish friendship differently and love differently. It taught me how to not accept everything just because I'm that loyal friend, you know? I do. I know. I know exactly. I've lost a couple of friends that I thought would be with me for the long haul, and it hurt me to my core. But, you know, I think, I don't know if those were some of the things that were easier for me to forgive and move forward, because I know that in my heart, places where I was going, they couldn't go. hmm That's good. And I think sometimes things have to happen for us to be removed or for people to be removed from our lives. And I don't understand why it's so easy for me to recognize that and forgive in those situations, but certain things I have a hard time still forgiving people for. Mm -hmm. And I just, another thing that I really think about is this, if, for whatever reason, we were friends, and I'm talking about I had a lifelong friend, a friend who was, we had been friends since we could crawl together, mm-hmm. and she's no longer my friend. You offline all Come on, man And it did not oh, bother me um, as much. So we got to get off the We got like 16 minutes off. Okay, um, we can max on 16 minutes off. Um, Lanita Len- said, yes, me. Yes, she said, this person I thought was my best friend turned on me, came to my house a week after I had surgery trying to fight me and told me I killed, oh, you killed their mother. I think that's how I interpret that, I killed my mother. Um, And see, when you have stuff like that that's that outlandish, you have to understand that it's other factors at play. (laughs) To me, I just feel like it's other factors at play. Um, Tasha said, yes, a close friend. She never admitted to it, and we stopped talking. She's been my friend since I was 12. I asked God to remove people from my life that shouldn't be there, and since we stopped talking, I assumed she, was, she wasn't she was meant to stay. Mm. Yep. So that same thing happened to me, Tasha. that's um, how that That same thing happened to me, Tasha, where I, I just asked God to remove those out of my life that, that weren't supposed to be anymore. You know, because I do believe in that that some people are with you for a season, a lifetime or and a reason. Absolutely. And you know, y'all have been friends since y'all had been twelve, so you know, some things you just outgrow. And just like Ebony said, some people are just not going down the same path as you. And then then a lot of times you recognize as you get older, you start to recognize that this person just don't carry the same values that I have in friendship. And that was one of the things for me. Um, I had a friend that just didn't carry the same values as I did in friendship. And, again, I'm a loyal friend. I love you. If I say I love you, if I say you're my sister, you know, the, the sister thing, I mean, I love everybody, but when I say you're my sister and you are my friend, that goes a long way for me. That that carries out the the what the loyalty I I have for you. Uh, now I'm just a loyal person anyway. But if I say those things to you, that's what I mean. So if you don't carry that same value and friendship that I do, Lord take them out of my life. Exactly. Because they they're they they're not who I want to be around for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that, girl. My circle then went from a whole lot to like very little and I mean that and I'm okay with that and it took me a long time to be okay with that. But I had when I when I asked the Lord that he he delivered. And mine is quite small too. I understand. Quite. Okay. So you know, more than quite. <laughs> so, you know, it's what it is and so Pasha yeah, I just think that, you know, sometimes everybody don't value the same principles as you do in a friendship. So we are. Um, well, you want to go to these last fifteen? Y'all want us to go to these last fifteen minutes, or uh, are we even on the call? Here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. So do y'all want us to go to these last these last fifteen minutes, or we can go ahead and wrap it up and go ahead and say the prayer? It's kind of up
2: to y'all. I think, I
1: think we had a really really good show. I wish my my live wouldn't have went out like it did, but. For several times, but this time not for good. It's just a wrap. um They said yes. They still want us to go our fifth, the last 15 minutes. what that is So we are gonna to go to the last 15 minutes. So I do have some scriptures that you guys can that help me through. Um, let's see. I got I did even know I had this comment. Make sure you guys like and share the live video. If you have a comment you want to call in, the number is 646 Hopefully some people have migrated over to your live. Um, Sierra did. did. She did. Mm-hmm. Um. did this comment kind of say? I don't know why. I didn't see it. I don't know how I didn't see kids sent Yes, break a cycle. I didn't see oh. any comments on people. None. They must have went past fast a long time ago. Um, what was I getting? I do have some scriptures that that helped me um, definitely through uh, a lot of helping me forgive. I have Matthew eighteen and twenty-two, Ephesians four and thirty-two, and Matthew six and fourteen. Um, if you are a believer, then I definitely. Would suggest, would highly suggest that you seek God during your time of um, learning to forgive. And I, I say that because God is honestly the only one that can heal your heart. Okay, when you carry that unforgiveness, when you have that broken heart, you God is the only one that can mend it, and that is that's a true statement. But we do have to learn to forgive. Those scriptures tell us that I just gave you. Those scriptures tell us that we, we have to forgive, okay? We, we do. We do. We so. It took me a long time to learn that don't be like me. But we heal us from this. Don't be like me. But we heal us from this. And that's all that matters. I mean, I think we just got to grow, you know? And we, we we'll, once we grow, with growth, we just start changing anyway. But I do appreciate everybody for being on live tonight. Um, if you guys want to call in for anything the last couple minutes. We got ten left, y'all. We got ten minutes. Y'all said y'all wanted us to stay on this live. Y'all got to, you know, ask us some questions, what you want to say. Or, um, I said get home. Did he? He told me that. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. (laughs) Babe, it's a few more minutes, okay? Fix my food because I'm hungry. Y'all, i had to fast for these last two days, and I'm starving, okay? I am hungry, but I needed it because I do believe in having a um, fast and praying life because I just like, um, what was her name they called in? Diane Kelly Miss Kelly she said, yeah, you do gotta fast and pray for this kind of topic, and she is absolutely right. I definitely had to you know get myself together go on a fast and um pray through this situation because i wanted to I wanted this to be an effective show I wanted this to be effective from every for for people that needed healing um next week's show is what so if we can give them that information and we can close our friends don't. What's next week's show title? I'm trying to get to the get to it. Give us a second. Let me make oh, somebody sure else. okay. Next anything. week. Wait a minute. Next week is really good. Oh, I got somebody that that got a comment. How do you feel about forgiveness that don't that doesn't equal friendship? How do you feel about forgiveness that doesn't? How do you feel about forgiveness doesn't not equal friendship? Say it one more time for me. Come on, Anita. Say it one, more, type it one more time for me. Or you can call in 646 One more time for me. How do you feel about forgiveness? can't read it because you know I know I'm kind of. Which square it at? Right here? I can't read it. That's my office. It It moves? No. 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 Forgiveness up? is a gift you give to yourself, from Candace. Being remorseful is the key to life, Tina Baker. Okay, Vanita, here we go. You Tina, well, that's you they that called in, because somebody called in and we didn't get to their call. It was a Tina. Uh, yep, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, because she asked me for the number. It was a Tina, and Tina hung up. Um, how do you feel about forgiveness? You see it? Mm-hmm. Did you try to. I don't don't understand Okay Vanita Tell me one more time What that question is Before we got to get off This air in a couple seconds How do you feel About forgiveness Wait I think I got it Okay Nope I don't have it So Are you asking like If I forgive you, do we have to be friends? Because no. Oh, yeah, no. Because you brought that up earlier. Just because you forgive someone, what did you say earlier? We don't have to be friends. I don't have to include you in my life. I don't have to forgive what you did. There's a lot of things that I don't have to do if I forgive you. But real quick, guys, because we got it. Okay. How do you feel about forgiveness does not equal friendship? I think that's the same thing So the same, okay Well yeah, that's what she said before Alright, so We are going to go ahead and close out Did you say the topic for next week? Next week's topic is Humility and restoration So next week's topic Humility Humility, I guess I'm fasting again And restoration Humility in restoration or in restoration? Humility in and however. Okay, so humility in restoration is next week's topic. So join us at 8 o'clock next Tuesday because... Same time, same place. Same time, same place. You'll see our beautiful faces. You'll hear our beautiful voices. Hey, listen, she is telling a story. I don't know if you guys are going to see my face next week. She's not. I'm the selfie I wanna take a picture all the time and get on Facebook Live. She's not. She is, um not. Oh, Brooklyn said, You got this, love Brooklyn. I love you, Brooklyn. I love her little self. Um so yeah, so we we will be back next week though with that topic because that is gonna be a good one as well. Humility and restoration So guys tune in next week We'll make sure we send out a flyer Always remember that you can advertise your business um, On our Show Show on the broadcast Okay you want to call in You can send us an inbox if you need information about um, Advertising your business So we're going to close out with prayer Absolutely Let's go Apostle prayed last week Come on. Oh, that means it's your time. Father God in the name of Jesus God, we come to you today thanking and praising you, God, for what happened on today, Father God. We come to you thanking and praising you, Lord, for just healing, God, and delivering, God, just coming through, God, just always being on time, God, to heal us, Father God, to mend our broken hearts, Father God. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, for still allowing us to carry the anointing even in our brokenness, Father God. Lord, we thank you for this platform that you have given Ebony and myself, Father God, to minister to people, Father God, to heal them, Father God. We thank you, God, for using us as your vessel, Father God, to bring out uh, uh, truth, God, to bring light, to shine light on different situations that are not talked about every single day, Father God. But we thank you, God, that you used us, that you chose us, Father God, for this assignment, God. And we just respect it and we honor it, Father God. We don't take it for granted, God. And we ask that somebody was good. We we thank you, God, for whoever was delivered on this live feed today, Father God. And we thank you that you are going to come into people's lives, God tonight, Father God, and differences have been made, Father God, and we just thank you, God, that you are going to just begin to heal and whisper in people's ear, God, and just allow them to cry, God, and you are going to comfort them, God, on tonight. And, Lord, we just thank you that you are doing these things, Father God, that you are healing and delivering, Father God. And, Lord, we ask right now that you cover us right now, God. We ask that you cover everybody on the live feed. We ask that you cover all the callers, God. We just ask right now, God, that you continue supporting me and Ebony, Father God, and and just hold us, God, as we continue to bring these amazing topics, Father God, that honestly, God, you give us. God, that these are your topics, God, and so we just surrender it all to you, Father. In Jesus' name, you got anything to add? Amen. We love y'all. Amen. Ooh, that's hot,
0: That's hot, It's
1: not ending. I didn't press in a million times.